Hey cuties, this is Deidre C. Hey cuties, it's Jay Nicole. And welcome to the Queen Team Podcast, a, a place, place to, to cultivate, cultivate your queendom. So I just want to thank all of our cuties for tuning in for our first three episodes. We did a series on how to cultivate your queendom, and we are moving out of that into something more fun. We're going to talk about feminine hygiene and hygiene health. And today's episode is about hair and skin. So I'm super, super excited about that because, you know, we were talking about this earlier, Deidre. I have Mm -hmm. always been obsessed with hair. When I first started um, watching YouTube a few years ago, I would only watch hair tutorials. Um, I think I used to like go to YouTube before just to like watch music videos and um, little videos for my kids and stuff like that. But once I found these hair videos, I was like, oh, snap, like this is my life. So um, I wear my hair natural and um, I use those videos to kind of educate myself on how to do it. So today we're going to be talking about hair and skin. And um, I wanted you to share what are some of your hair and skin celebrity crushes? Oh, you know, way back in the day, back in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) yes, get it, girl. And I remember way back when. (laughs) One of the things that I, I loved. So my cousin got me a subscription to Seventeen magazine. And I loved it and would pour through it and take all the quizzes and read the horoscopes, whatever. But of course, my favorite, 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 I didn't even realize it. You know, it wasn't as conscious then as I am conscious about it now. But my favorite uh, magazines were when, of course, black girls were on the cover. It was always amazing to see somebody who looked like me. And at that time, Maya Campbell, she was on, I don't know, a lot of, a lot of like random TV, small bits in movies. Um... I think she was in a show called Bringing Down the House with LL Cool J. And um, her skin was incredible, incredible to mm. me and just super flawless. But of course, there's Photoshop and whatever. But, you know, that was one of my skin uh, idols at that time or my skin crushes. Um, and when I was younger, you know, I had I used to wear my hair with a relaxer. And so her hair was super long and crazy amazing and. I was just thinking that everybody was doing at that time. But now as I'm older, I, goodness, there's so many people out there that I follow. I'm not such a big YouTuber, but I really follow quite a few people on Instagram that um, have a natural hair journey that are sharing from their experiences. And I can't think of anybody's name right now. (laughs) Um, But like in the public eye, in the public view, you know, I really, I follow, you know, I like, I like Ryan B. Michelle. Um, her skin is very lovely and her hair is beautiful. Yeah. Um, and somebody else who I so admire for skin. She's got that like butter brown skin. Yes. It's super golden. She's got that like pecan golden mm-hmm. sun kissed look. Yes. Yeah. I like that too. Yes. Agreed. And like her hair blonde. I love the blonde. She's working it. She's rocking it. Yeah. Ooh, you know what? When you say blonde, that makes me think of Mary J. Blige. Ooh, yes. She's always, she has nice skin and, and um, she doesn't have natural hair, but, you know, she be killing them wigs and the weaves, girl, yes. ever since, you know, back in the day. Back so, in the yeah. day, yes. But somebody else, as I was talking about, Ryan B., who came to mind, you know what, is 
Viola Davis. Oh, I know, like yeah, on her show, sure. she she you know rocks a lot. I actually don't watch her show as much as I used to in the past. But when she's at awards programs and um, out in the public eye and premieres and things like that, she kills it. Um, the, her makeup is always on point. Her hair, she's not afraid to wear it natural. And I think mm-hmm. it goes back to probably something you mentioned on the last episode is just moving in, in who she was meant to be, you know, and in, in who she is. And she's so, mm-hmm. so that exudes through her confidence um, and how she, uh, her choices and what she wears and um, her makeup and her, um, and her hair. And that she is somebody I completely admire. And like, wow, I want, yeah. I just, that's amazing to me. I'm really daunted, and I'm not super interested in hair and skin. It's kind of something that I sort of ignore, but we'll talk more about that later. But I think it is something that I could totally stand to learn a lot more about, not just for me, but for my girls. So I've got two girls, and their hair is natural, and I am the queen of parting it in one, putting it in one, two, or three ponytails <laughs> and braiding it. The end, okay? Um, <laughs> if I can't part it and braid it, like either a plait or a twist, I can't do anything else. So uh, I know that YouTube is my friend. I keep on telling my oldest yeah. daughter who's nine, I'm like, oh, we're going to sit down and we're going to watch some videos and mom's going to learn how to do this. But it's not like I'm not trying to learn like one million other things in my life right now. So, but yeah. Right. No, mm-hmm. I hear you. Mm-hmm. And I just uh, did my daughter's hair in some twists and I put some... Um, like African looking gold clips Ooh. in it. Um, and you all know those braiding class um, that you can get from any beauty supply mm-hmm. store. But then I put some um, wire type looking accessories in there and it just looked really Can you beautiful. please take a picture of the back um, of it? And can we post that on our Instagram? Yeah. Yes. I, d- I did um, take a couple of pictures and, and we'll, we can definitely um, post it for you all to see. Um mm-hmm. So yeah, I I really um, enjoy hair and I and I love it and that's why I'm so excited about this episode with Viola Davis is that I watched one of her little a snippet of an interview that she did and she, they asked her why don't you wear wigs? Um, I think she went to some award ceremony, maybe it was the Emmys, and she had her natural hair. She was just like, I just got tired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, of not showing up and being who, who I am being mm-hmm. myself. And so I just look up to her as a woman. Cause there's been a few other interviews where I really was blown away by her responses mm-hmm. and how confident she is in herself. And she's like, I've struggled with self-esteem. I've struggled with different issues. And she's like, this is just me embracing me. Like, why can't I just walk out of the house with my yes. hair? Yes. You know? And I think that's, what's so amazing about this natural hair movement is that women are just able to walk outside with their hair and not feel like they're going to get fired from mm-hmm. their job, feel beautiful, feel empowered. And so we'll get into more of that a little bit later, but I admire the same women that you admire with Viola Day. So one of the ladies that I really admire is Lupita Nyong'o, and she just has such amazing skin and hair. And um, she rocks a TWA, which is a teeny weeny afro. It's so cute. And um, which I would say is what you have. Her her afro is probably not so teeny weeny, but it's mm-hmm. it's not long. It's not big. And I just love that she's out there rocking her TWA. And you know she's still able to style it in a twist out. Sometimes she's able to dye it. And I just love that versatility of a short haircut. 
And of course, her skin is flawless, and it's just mm-hmm. she's pleasant she's to look yeah, at. She is. <laughs> And I love the fact that she's mm-hmm. a chocolate sister. You know what I mean? Like she, I feel like in the past we celebrate women who are light skin. You know, back in the 90s, mm-hmm. it was always mm-hmm. light skin, light skin, light skin. And there was even a, a group called The Boys. Mm-hmm. And in one of their lines, they were saying that you're fair skinned. And when I was listening to it yesterday, I don't know if y'all remember that group, The Boys, um, <laughs> from back in the day. Just tell my heart, you can't tell my heart. <laughs> y'all know, okay? Get get your life and go listen to that CD or that tape. Go oh, listen go to find that your tape because you guys tape. know you still got the tape. The one that you recorded <laughs> off the radio? Yes. Right. Yes, that one. Go get your cassette tape life and get yourself. <laughs> But in in one of their songs, they were talking about a woman having fair skin, and it's just so beautiful and inspirational (laughs) (laughs) to see these women with chocolate skin, and I really want to celebrate them. Mm -hmm. Um, Another one with the beautiful chocolate skin is Uzu Aduba, um, Mm -hmm. the actress from Orange is the New Black, and she has beautiful skin and hair as well as Mm -hmm. a chocolate sister. So Yes. I, I really love them. Yes. I've heard a few interviews with her um, in different podcasts and read a few of her um, articles that were featured. And again, somebody else who I'm sure, because all of us do struggle with some things, she really has this deep sense of this is who I am and it's very unapologetic. And she tells a story of um, the gap that she has in her teeth and how she was encouraged by, you know, Hollywood people to close it, to get braces, to have it fixed. But she wanted to keep it because a long time ago when she was younger, her mom told her, you know, this gap is from our people and they're very proud of it. And this is, you know, part of who you are and you should rock it. And she rocks it (laughs) unapologetically. And I love that. I love that um, about her appearance. And I think that really these things make us... This is the way we were, we were created. These are the ways that we were created. And being able to accept those things, even though maybe society as a whole is like, mm, that's not pretty. That's not cute. That is something that I am working towards moving into on all of the levels. I do. I struggle with that. Maybe not so much with my physical appearance, but maybe the, you know, we've already talked about this. Um, but definitely being being confident in who I am. Yeah, And not absolutely. just like... You know, making sure I'm moving out of a space of, oh, I'm too lazy to do that. Or I don't have the energy to do that. You know, um, I'm, I am special. I am special enough to do that for myself, to embrace who I am, as I am, and then make sure I get dolled up for the right purposes, not because I want to hide behind a face of makeup or, you know, make myself, improve myself because I'm only better when I do this particular thing, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I agree. And I now that you mentioned that interview, I remember seeing that. Um, didn't she have like on a jumpsuit and she was going back and forth using her accent, uh, her American accent yes. and her Nigerian accent? Yes. Yeah, I yes. did see that. And it was very inspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like back to your comment where you talk about it not being accepted in society. Well, we just have gone within the past maybe like five seven to five years or five to seven years with it not being cute to be thick. And now everybody's getting their booties done (laughs) to an crazy proportions. It's like, okay, well now my body style, because I'm extremely curvy, Mm -hmm. especially on top. 
now that's cute and that's in. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, no, just be you because society is going to change its mind every five minutes. That's right. Now there's always going to be a man around the corner who always is going to like them thick. Mm -hmm. And then there's going to be the man around the corner who always likes them thin. So it doesn't really matter what you look like. There's always going to be someone for you and you should just love you. And I think that if you walk in that power and in that authority and with confidence, there's going to be other girls that see you who are like, oh my gosh, now I can walk out and I can be myself because look at her and she's winning, even though she has this, and I'm putting this in air quotes, defect. And it's really not a defect. Mm -hmm. It's a part of who you are. It's what makes you unique and beautiful Mm -hmm. and it should be embraced. And I really feel like this is an awesome episode for us to do because you know our theme in this podcast is cultivating your queendom and how can you do that if you don't love what you see in the mirror that's right that's right and the queen loves who she sees and the queen don't stink Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. and she takes care of her hair and she takes care of her skin because She knows not because she's uh, vain or cocky, but she just knows it's important to incorporate self-care. And that's part of it, making sure that you maintain yourself. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm ready to step into the queen's chambers and talk a little bit more about how we deal with our crop and our skin. Here we go. Yeah. Welcome to the Queen's Chambers. Welcome, cuties. Yeah, welcome, cuties. I want to know a little bit about your hair journey. I, When we were preparing for this episode, I'm like, I don't know. Your, your hair is incredible. It is super beautiful. looks incredibly healthy. But I don't even know how you got to where you are and how you became to wear your hair like this. Yeah, well, you know, how I rock my crop, I am natural. You know, of course, any kid growing up in the 90s most of us got that creamy crack (laughs) Mm -hmm. and yes yes when I was 12 (laughs) I got my first creamy crack I got that just for me that kitty perm (laughs) yes yes now forgive me I could even sing the song you know just (laughs) for me Okay, I think we yes. all want to be in that commercial with them bows, like yes. bopping back and forth, and those right? Beautiful bobbles, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got that, and um, I didn't even really need it, you know. Now that I look at my hair, now I'm like, what was I thinking? But um, yeah. I've always had a difficult. My mom always had difficulty detangling my hair. Well, I mean, back mm-hmm. then, and you know, I was born in '83, so you do the math. But back then, they didn't have <laughs> hair products you know, that were good for detangling. Mm -hmm. It was like mane and tail and cream of nature. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much, you know, what was out there for us. So Mm -hmm. um, I got my first kitty perm at 12 and then it just went from there. And then finally in 10th grade, I decided I don't want to get perms anymore. And I stopped Mm -hmm. getting perms, but I still wore my hair straight. In my early 20s, sometimes every blue moon, I would wear my hair curly. I mean, it didn't really have much heat damage. But as the years went on, and I noticed when I would wear my hair curly, I didn't really have the products or didn't really understand the method. And it took so much work to get it to be, uh, to maintain it. So I Mm -hmm. just went back to always wearing it straight. But my hair would never really grow past the top of my chest in the front and maybe like Mm -hmm. um, the top of my back in the back. And now my hair Mm -hmm. is all the way down to bra strap in the back. 
Wow, girl. Um, and so I decided to go natural, not using heat in my hair anymore in the beginning of 2015. Yeah, oh, like wow. April, almost three years. April-ish, yeah. It's been about three years. So I had to go through transitioning, cutting out the damage. I just didn't want to chop all my hair off, but my hair would not curl the way it curls now. And so now I mostly wear my hair in wash and goes. I think if I did more protective styling, it would be a lot longer. But I like to have my hair out and I like to wear it big. So that's how I rock my crop. Uh, what do you It's Yeah. It's so gorgeous. It is so Thank gorgeous. You. And like my daughter's hair is similar to yours. I need to learn so I can help her learn how to take care of her hair. But for me, oh my, very similar story in the beginning. I actually, I was nine when I went away for one summer and I spent the summer with my aunt uh, in St. Croix. That's where my mom is from. And while I was there, my aunt did not know what to do with my hair and my cousin's hair. My cousin has, we both have very thick hair. My cousin's hair is even thicker and longer. And she just slapped it all up in there. (laughs) She (laughs) gave us our first purge and she's like, it was like during our first week. We were there for three months. During our first week, we got them. I'm like, okay, guess we're doing this. I had no idea what it really was at the time. I don't know if my mom let that grow out, but by the time I was in middle school, so fifth, sixth, seventh grade, we were going to the hairdresser every six to eight weeks and spending doing the homework there, being there for hours and hours because it would be me and my mom both getting us getting our hair done at the same time. You know, my hair didn't, I didn't let it grow a lot. I mean, it came down to my shoulders um, and it was straight. And I was the girl every night with my wrap. Right. And my head got that wrap. That and wrap. Get that that wrap. wrap life, right? Every <laughs> night. Yes. Yes. Uh, that wrap life. But I would I'll like experiment with the lengths and whatever. So it would be short. Or we have like a little bob. I have like the asymmetrical. Oh, you had the T-boss? You had the T-boss cut, girl? Well, wait. No, wait. Let me, maybe. I had it at an angle. I did not. You I had that angle. Was you had that 90s angle. <laughs> I had that 90s uh, girl, angle with yeah. a little bit of shave in the back. Yes, Ooh, I did. Oh, I love that. Goodness. <laughs> Holy mother. We really should post pictures from way back We when. should post pictures. Um, I, I think we yes. should. We will. I'll have to, I have to dig some up. Yeah. I have to dig some up. That was all through high school, all through college. You know, I went away in college for a year to Argentina, and my mom bought me this big old mega jar of perm. <laughs> and she said, you'll find somebody down there who can do it for you. And you know what I did? Yeah. <laughs> Another girl who had gone with me from a different school, she would do me every six weeks, yeah. every six weeks, like clockwork. And I did not know how to take care of my own hair without having a relaxer in it. Yeah. As I grew older and um, was in my early to mid twenties, I really maybe subconsciously noticed that I derived a lot of value from having my straight hair. Oh, and when it yeah. could be like, you know, like whoosh, being able whoosh, to whoosh, whoosh, you know, like, like a white girl. Yes. Mm-hmm, yes. Yes. Part. A lot, a lot, a lot. And I'm like, this is not good. I don't want to define myself by what's on my head. Yeah. And so I don't know if I got, I don't know what it was, but I thought, you know what, when I feel I'm ready, I'm going to cut it all off. This was not a time when people were doing a big job. This was not like trendy, Mm -hmm. but I just knew that I, if I was going to be quote unquote, my true self Mm -hmm. in that moment, I had to let go of my hair and I had to let go of what it meant to me. Mm. That's, that's really like powerful and insightful of you to understand that. And And you know, I mean, you say that 
I can see that now, yeah. but I don't think I had the words for it even then. Yeah. I just knew that this does not, the stuff on my head does not be, need to be the thing that makes me special. Yeah. But I was too scared. I was really scared that I would be perceived as ugly, that I'd be mm. perceived as unattractive, mm-hmm. that, you know, butch, too yes. manly, mm-hmm. whatever. So I'm like, I couldn't do it. I wasn't, I was not having it. I couldn't do it. Plus I had the time. And so fast forward to when I had my first daughter, I was 27. Yeah, I was 27 when I had my daughter, 27, 28. So this is about nine or 10 years ago. I remember uh, shortly after I had my daughter, I was getting ready for church one weekend alone with my daughter, and she was in her playpen doing her thing, and I was rushing, rushing, rushing to get out to be on time, and I was curling my hair, and like in the midst of curling my hair on one side, and I still had like half or a quarter left of my head to go. You know, she's screaming and crying and she needed me. And I had this curling iron. I almost burnt myself on my face. And I'm like, and I am done with this. I am so done with all of this hair that I think it means something more than it really does. I finished my hair, everything fine. I went to church. But it was within two weeks of that time where my dear friend who was very into hair, she was coming into town. I asked her to cut my hair. And I think I had stopped... I don't know. I can't remember the last time I had gotten a relaxer before that, but it had been some time, at least a few months. And I said, just cut, cut it off, cut it off. All done. I'm done with hair. And she gave me a little, what do you call it? ATW? I had a a, TWA, teeny teeny weeny afro. I had a teeny weeny afro. And then when a few weeks passed, I'm like, it's time to get cut again. I got it cut at a barber. It got cut shorter and shorter and shorter. <laughs> and, uh, and now when I get it cut, they use like a size one and a half guard. Oh, and wow. they use a zero to like fade down the edges. And yeah. I love it. I love it. I said, I just want it short enough so I don't have to brush it too often. <laughs> and just like run my fingers over it in the shower. And it really has been the best thing for me. It really feels more like who I am. Yeah. Um, it really fits my face. And I come from a family that grays prematurely. Mm-hmm. And because it's so short, I don't even bother coloring it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Janice is like, you need to put some color in there, girl. And I will, maybe eventually. But at this time in my life, I love how easy it is, how um, I really just have to, if I do need to brush, just brush, 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 and done. Not to mention, I have two other heads of hair that I have to comb on a daily basis. (laughs) Okay. So I'm like, oh, wait, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. So either when my kids, my girls get older or they're being more responsible for their own heads, I'm like, okay, I'll be ready to do something different. But this suits me so well right now. It feels so good and it feels so me. And I love it. I love it. It does, Deidre. And you're so beautiful. Um, Your skin is just like, oh, my God. Thank you. Like, absolutely flawless. Your teeth are amazing. Like, you have a beautiful face. So, But I I really feel like whatever your face would look like, if you love it, then it will be lovely. Right. You know what I mean? Agreed. I do totally understand. And, you know, I've told... Many people are like, I don't have one ugly friend. <laughs> Not yes. one of them are ugly. And I'm like, I don't, how did I get so lucky to have such a beautiful crop of friends? The law um, of attraction, I, honey. You attract <laughs> what you are. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yeah, but really, it's. I think it's just because my friends, they love themselves and they love who they are. Mm-hmm. And, and you're, like, you're right. I'm attracted to that because they're attracted to themselves and maybe mm-hmm. vice versa as well. So it's been yeah. it's been really, really incredible. Right. Yeah. When it, when it comes to skin, though, 
I feel so laissez-faire when it comes to hair and skin. I'm like, I just have some. Right. I have that. And it goes places. But I feel really blessed to have the skin and the hair that I do because I don't really do much to it. Um, And then when I do decide to play with it, it, it gets really fun. Taking care of my hair and my skin has been really just trying a bunch of different shampoos, using a bunch of coconut oil, <laughs> um, and not doing a lot of research. But, you know, it, regimes can be so important, so yeah. important. How about yours? Like, what is it that you do? Because your hair is on fleek. Okay. <laughs> For my hair, my hair routine is um, when I wear it in a wash and go, mm-hmm. I will wash it once a week. And then usually in between, I'll either do a co-wash or it will end up being in like a puff or a ponytail or I'll slick it back. But I don't even want to start dropping products because we'll be here until (laughs) next Wednesday. We'll still be talking about this. (laughs) But I use Camille Rose Naturals. Um, I use... Shea Moisture sometimes, uh, Carson, Soft Sheen Carson sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we'll be here until next week. I mean, <laughs> it took me really long time, probably about a year, to really figure out what my hair likes, how to keep it moisturized. And it went through a period where it was breaking off in the crown area mm-hmm. and below, and it's still... Not the best because that's my dry kind of unruly spot. So mm-hmm. I think other women who have uh, grown out their natural hair notice that you've got different textures and different porosities, which is how much moisture your hair will absorb. And Girl, how you how are it, using big words. <laughs> that's a little bit of a hair, you know, natural hair jargon, you know, Dude. porosity. Whoa. <laughs> but it's how much your hair will absorb moisture and hold moisture. So if you look at your hair, a uh, single strand of hair, it's got cuticle like um, shingles of a roof. And if you've got high porosity hair, those shingles stay open. And so usually you have to seal it and then you have medium porosity where they're kind of open some and then you have low porosity where it is difficult to get moisture in. But once it's in, it's in. So I've actually never done a porosity test. Um, So I don't know what mine is. I have a feeling I'm about um, in the middle, medium porosity. But aside from that, I have uh, tried so many different products to figure out what works for my hair. And now I I feel like I have it down to science. And so Mm -hmm. this year I kind of subscribed to doing more protective styling and even trying head wraps to maintain my hair because wearing it in wash and go all the time, there's a lot of combing and there's a lot of manipulation and that causes breakage. And also I've got to be out in the public eye a little bit more due to my YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. but I haven't really embraced the wraps as much as I want to because I feel most beautiful with my hair out. I like having my hair out and I feel like when I wear a head wrap, I feel like, you know, when my hair is pulled back and you can see more of my face. I'm saying all that to say, I I believe I have a beautiful face, but I feel I look more attractive when I have something framing my face. Yes, I get that. So I, my hair goal is to grow my hair, um, all the way down past my bra strap. 
I want my hang time, as they would call it, to go when it's curly, to go all the way down to like the middle of my chest and all the way down to uh, maybe the the uh, the end of my shoulder blades, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So that would have mm-hmm. to be pretty long if in its curly state it hangs down that low. Yes, um, yes. My skin... <laughs> It's a totally different story. I haven't found um, any skincare routine that I really love. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly, I know people who take good care of their skin, please don't like bomb me in the comments <laughs> or send mm-hmm. us a nasty email. But I get my bar soap, which is usually Olay or Dove, and I lather it up while I'm in the shower. And that's how I wash my face. I do use um, the Ambi line uh, that has the SPF 30 for a moisturizer. Honestly, that's mm-hmm. it. But I don't wear any makeup. Um, I wear blush. I wear lipstick and mascara. So I don't wear any foundation. So I'm like, ah, I don't really need to subscribe to any crazy skincare products. But to me, good hair and skin begins with nutrition. So I believe that good hair and skin begins with nutrition because keeping your hair hydrated, keeping your skin hydrated and flawless and flushing out toxins um, starts with being hydrated, getting the nutrients inside um, Mm -hmm. and doing all of those things. So Agreed. And we'll talk more about nutrition, I think, next episode, right? Are we going to talk about how nutrition affects hygiene? Touch on that a little bit. I really want to hear more about that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. Side note, I'm about to graduate in like two or three weeks with a degree as a Bachelor of Science in Nutrition. So yeah, uh, we're going to talk about this a little bit. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Utilize that degree, girl. Yes. But yeah, that's basically my hair and skin uh, routine. I have no skin routine. I Mm -hmm. probably would like to get one, um, but my hair routine is on point because I love it doing is my hair. <laughs> it is on point. See, and that's, I guess that's kind of where we flip-flop, right? My hair, yeah. I feel like there is so much I need to know about hair. Mm-hmm. And if I ever decided to grow my hair out, which I can't even fathom right now, but if I did, I would have to have a lot of education Yeah. because <laughs> um, I don't know what to do. I've never taken care of my own hair without a relaxer in it. Um, and people are like, oh, it's easier than you think. I'm like, it probably is, but I just haven't taken the time. Yeah. So that's, you know, really, that's where I'm at with that. But with skin, I, for the longest time, I'm trying to remember when I started, I have been using Mary Kay. Mm. And I know I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm putting cancer on my face or not. Oh, dang it. <laughs> but it's working for me. <laughs> <laughs> See, we don't even want to go there. Like, I feel like no. most of the stuff we put on our hair and skin and what we eat and what yes. we expose ourselves to, that's a whole nother episode. It really is. And you know what? Oh, oh, okay. Well, super sidebar before we, you know, we, I think we should do an episode on it. Uh, this weekend while I was in church, um, they were talking a lot about what we put in our bodies. And there are a few apps out there where you can type in the products that you're using. So it's not just what you put in your body, what you're putting on your body. So there are a few apps that have been developed to tell us like what kinds of products are the ingredients that these products hold and how they are, how toxic they really are for our bodies. Oh my gosh. But way back when, when I was about 15, 16, that's when I was introduced to Mary Kay. And like there, and at that time they had like 15 zillion different products. It's four different steps to wash your face. And now with their line of products, it's really been condensed down to three. And so I have a face wash that I use 
Then there is a, this face wash has an exfoliant in it, also toner in it Mm -hmm. um, to help get rid of dry and dead skin that sits on your skin that usually you can't get with a regular soap off of your skin. And then I use a moisturizer and then I use on top of that um, an SPF, a sunscreen, like a facial sunscreen. Yeah. Um, And, you know, within Mary Kay, they're like, you should do a little bit of foundation because again, it's just another layer of protection from the sun. But again, I'm very, very busy (laughs) and we are lucky if I wash my face in the morning and the night, it's either morning or night. And then a little splash on the other days, on the other times, if it's not a shower, then I'm not washing my face on that time. You know, I I don't wash my face morning and night. I'm glad I'm lucky if I get it in once a day Mm. and um, and then do the moisture. There's like also a night one, if you a night serum for your face at night. But I'm also really conscientious about getting half my body weight of water in ounces. Yeah. And that has feel I feel like that's made a lot of difference in so many different areas of my life. But I feel like I can attest to that for my face as well. I'm just drinking, 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 drinking. I've never really had a problem not drinking water. It's just if I've been too busy or if I don't have my water bottle or whatever. Right. Um, but for You're me, that seems prepared. to be. Right. Um, but yeah, so I do. I've always had some sort of face wash, but now I'm finally consistently using the product because they are, they can be a little pricey. It's really the the whole thing. I mean, there are a bunch of different skincare or face wash re- regimes out there, but I won't get on you about what you do, but maybe we'll just have to have a little bit of a party. Yes. And I would <laughs> and, like to adopt some, you know, healthy a healthy skincare regimen. And I would like to mm-hmm. adopt a physical self-care regimen. I've been doing so much work on my mental health Mm -hmm. um, and even trying to adopt better eating habits, especially because I'm a nutritionist and it's like, well, the nutritionist has to eat better. Now the shoemaker's children never have shoes. (laughs) Right. Because you're so busy helping everyone else. Yeah. Exactly. Really. That is like really true. Honestly, Mm -hmm. that is it. But yeah, I mean, I would like to adopt some, uh, like I said, a, a skincare regime, like I said, I feel that it's more internal. Like, are you eating foods that have healthy fats? Mm-hmm. Are you eating food with collagen in them? Are you eating food? Mm. Are you even getting protein? I mean, that's what your hair is made out of protein. Are you getting enough yes. protein? So again, I don't want to get all into that. Um, that'll be for I'll next save week. That. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that will do more than putting a $200 cream on my face or, you know, going to the spa and spending money on these treatments. I feel like if I did go to the spa and spend money on treatments, it will be more to relax and to be pampered rather than like, okay, I have to do this in order to be, you know, keep my skin tight and all of that. So ladies, Mm -hmm. if you have amazing spa treatments that you go to and you really notice it makes a difference... Leave it in the comments. Hit us up on Instagram. We want to hear about it because, hey, I'm willing to try it. I've actually never been to a spa before, and I would love to go and try a treatment, mm-hmm. pamper myself. Do you Have you ever used a spa treatment before, like a facial or anything? Yes. Um, at one of our local spas here, at one of our local spas here, uh, there is a skincare treatment that they do. Now, one, I can't, they call it at our spa, they do think... I'm trying to call it, think what they call it. It's called the caverns or something mm-hmm. like that. But basically, because this spa is like put, it's at a, like special springs, like they've got special springs at the spa. And so you you can go down like to their basement area and it is like 
a cave, literally. And like the rocks, the, the walls are made of rocks. It's very cavernous. And what you do is like you wear your bathing suit or a bikini and they lather you down everywhere with Ooh. this green lotion. And I don't know if like there's sea kelp and salt in it, but it's like green and it's super cooling. Mm-hmm. And you It's probably put on, got a lot of minerals in it. Definitely. They paint your whole body. And then you go and you sit in more of this cavernous area. Mm-hmm. And you hang out there and like, you can sip on your spa water or whatever, have mm-hmm. herbal tea, whatever. You get that done. You sit for about 10 or 15 minutes or as long as you want. And then you go wash off, wash it off from your head to toe. And um, then you go into another room that is like a warmer area. And you sit there for a minute before you go back up to the surface or you go mm-hmm. back upstairs. And... um that just leave, left my skin everywhere feeling cool and clean. I'm, I'm not sure if it does anything for your pores. I really have to look up the treatment to yeah, give you more detail. That sounds amazing. Um, it's though. been a long time since I've had it done, so that's why I'm like not being able to recollect, bring a lot of it to mind. But it was, it was very lovely. I mean, yeah. it's just incredible. It was beautiful. That was really – that's something I have done before. And I'm going to take you to do it. It's really lovely. Yes, um, we are. We need to like have a day to go to Palm Springs or like a weekend. Oh, gosh. And like. <laughs> it sounds amazing. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Totally. This particular I mean, spa is in Corona, but yeah. yes. Oh Whatever. Gosh. We just need to go somewhere. <laughs> Agreed. 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 Um, and regarding so, yeah, your. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, no. That's, I was done. Before. I was just going to say regarding your apprehension, doing your daughter's hair and doing your hair. Yeah. Hello. Like. I love it. I mean, look at this resource that I completely forgot that I had. (laughs) All these products that are just sitting under my sink. Um, So I would be glad uh, if you want to come over, I can come over and bring my my plethora of products over to your house, and we can have a hair day. Then I would love to, you know. Yes, the answer is yes, and I think she'd love that. I just I need some more skills. Yeah. I need some more skills and I need to, I mean, I feel like I don't, makes me feel like I don't care, but she needs to get her ends. Do you have somebody who can get, okay, we are not having, I mean, we are having a conversation. Yeah, no, we're having I this need, conversation. Yes. I know yes. a hairstylist, but your daughter can get her ends trimmed. Yes. Yes. Because yes. her ends are horrific. I feel like we've got four or five inches of dead hair. Yeah. yeah. And it's, well, it's partly because we're doing the same styles on, every day. It's also partly because she's her father isn't doing anything, yeah. <laughs> and um, she's have took having to comb her hair all by herself. But it's getting so tangly, and she's not brushing it out oh, every day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, an effing mess. Yeah, and it drives me up the wall. And then she's like screaming because her ends are so bad, and they all get tangled like every single moment. Anyway. Yeah, let's make an appointment yeah, for her immediately to get a trim yes. because that will make such a difference in it uh, being easier to detangle and her not yes. ripping it out because that will yes. be gone and she'll be able to just simply brush through it. Yes. So yeah, let's Where are do they? Are they soon. local? Yeah, Colton. Are they? Oh, that's so much better. Uh, there's a woman that got recommended to me. She's a rancho. I'm like, oh, hell to the... I mean, yeah, I no, could go Colton, out there. Right but there I by Walmart. Nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll get the number from you later. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Um, yeah, no, what? Oh, excuse me. So, have you done any spa treatments? Have you ever, I mean, have you ever done anything with skincare? Anything like that? I've never been to the spa. I've never had a facial. Um, I've never had any of that. So, yeah, that's something that I, that I definitely want to try. 
Um, we are going I to should do, that do a, then. a group on and see if there's a coupon, you know, for yes, a facial. Yes, there's but, yeah. that. Deidre, what is your hair slash skin nightmare story? Well, you know, as I was thinking about this, it wasn't terribly a nightmare, but it, it is kind of a nightmare for a very young, tender sixth grader uh, who just was it's like first day of summer vacation, just got her hair done. She's looking all cute, has her shorts and a hat to match and a cute shirt with ruffles on it. And you're going to your favorite theme park, favorite theme park with your whole class. It's the first day of summer vacation and everybody's super amped because school is done and we need to work so hard and we finished all our exams and we're going into the next grade. And I was looking so cute Okay, fresh, Girl. fresh out of the out of the chair of the hairdresser, right. and we go to and the theme park is called King's Dominion. So I go to King's Dominion, so excited! It's like an hour and a half away, maybe two hours, something like that. Everybody's all amped up on the bus. Get there, the very first ride I go on. I don't know what my brain was thinking, but the very first ride I go on is one of these like Splash Mountain rides. Oh no! Go you up, up, known, up, girl. and I'm like, but my hair's not gonna get that wet. Oh, yeah, girl, you're done. First wrap. ride. Okay, I hadn't even taken the cute little picture that you look at through the little keychain hole thing. Girl. I hadn't gone to, like, those oh. videos you can sing with your friends and do the karaoke. I had done none of that. First ride. Go up. Go down. Curse splash. Hair's gone. <laughs> gone. And I was looking wrecked for the rest of the day. Even with I'm that like, creamy crack, you didn't have, like, that cute little wavy look. No, Mm-mm. no, it was just my like hair. A my, puff. Uh-uh. It was a puff. It was, huh? it was a puff, and it <laughs> a was straight just, puff. I, I don't even, yes, I don't even know <laughs> I, if I had. I can't I even remember exactly if I had a hair tie, about. dude. I don't know what I did to rectify it, but I remember being upset. Yes, I obviously, can come coming. This it's been thirty years. I'm still upset. Right. Well, not quite thirty years, but it's been yes. a long time, and I obviously still remember that from when I was twelve. So that was my that was my nightmare hair story. I'm like, oh, Girl, dang it. Yes. And you probably was trying to meet you somebody too, like be seen. <laughs> Get somebody's number. <laughs> Definitely be seen. You was what? trying to be seen. I know all about that, girl. Don't mm-hmm. even try it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Deidre. <laughs> Thank you for apologizing to the 12-year-old I'm sorry. <laughs> On behalf of all, you know, black girls' hair who ever got wet, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, um, maybe my friend, shout out to Victoria, shout out to Lachey. If they're listening, uh, this is not a horror story. It's just a funny story. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? I had this teacher in high school that I was really close to. And uh, she went out of town for some reason. I think she asked me to come over and like kind of like look after her house and mm-hmm. feed her dog or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we went over there, me and, you know, uh, Lachey and Victoria, and we were in, um, <laughs> we were in her pool and Uh-oh. there was a bee that came by. And so of course they're like getting all, you know, like splashing the water and the bee is flying. And I was like, watch the water. <laughs> <laughs> Because, of course, like, I was not trying to get my hair wet. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. when I used to wear my hair straight again, I had my regimen. I would wash it once a week. 
I would mm-hmm. straighten it, I would curl it, and I would be like, bam, you know, for the whole week. And so yes. I was not trying to get my hair wet. And so now we always say that to each other. We haven't said it in a long time. I mean, I think that was literally 10 or 12 years ago. And I was like, watch the water. And it's just kind of like, <laughs> we all know as black people, as a yes. people, we know like you yes. cannot get your hair wet. Don't no. try it. No. You know? um, uh-uh. And they were of course cracking up and we've been laughing at that for the past 12 years. Yeah. That's hilarious. But, well, but my I'll night- watch the water. Uh Yes, watch the water. (laughs) (laughs) But my uh, nightmare story um, is actually not about me. It's about my baby girl. Oh, she has a hair nightmare story. And um, so a couple years ago, I think she was five. She's seven now. um, My husband took her to the um, the beauty shop. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just so crazy because the person who did her hair, and I'm not going to mention their name because it's a well-known member of this community. Mm-hmm. Um, they used too much heat on her hair. Mm-hmm. And her hair was straight as a bone. Like, it was beautiful. But mm-hmm. I was just like, what's that smell? Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. after I washed it, it smelled like burnt popcorn. It was just mm-hmm. all bad, like that burnt hair. And you know it when you smell it. You just mm-hmm. know it. And yes. on her, I mean, her whole hair was burnt, but specifically on her right side, like uh, mm-hmm. over by her ear, there was a huge chunk, maybe like two quarter inches. I mean, a mm-hmm. lot of hair that was just mm-hmm. like a t- seriously a TWA. Oh my gosh. It, it eventually it fell out. And so um she has just now recovered at almost seven and a half and all mm-hmm. of that hair had grown out. I'm like, it I'm gonna have to cut all of her hair off. Yeah. And so yeah. I've been working with her, slowly cutting her hair. I haven't been straightening it. I think I've straightened it like maybe two or three times since mm-hmm. then. Um and so I'm fine with, you know. You getting your hair straightened, but you cannot go to the beauty no. shop anymore and get your hair straightened with the, and we call it the clink, 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 clink. You know what I mean? Like with yes. the oven and the flat those iron. Those bumpers, like, those bumpers, yeah. The bumpers, mm-hmm, like you can't do mm-hmm. that because you cannot tell what the temperature is. Plus they're not using heat protectants. No, you know, um, they're just over there like, oh, I wanted to get this certain look. And I'm like, she's a baby. She doesn't have adult hair. She has soft mm-hmm. baby hair then still at that time. And, and she has a soft texture mm-hmm. um, anyway. So, yeah, I was like I was devastated for maybe like a year. Wow. Um, As you're watching it grow out and you're trying to nourish yeah, it like, back to I'm home. I'm the one who does my daughter's hair the most part. Like my husband yes. and I props to him, you know, I will give him a prop because he does do a good job doing her hair and she looks pretty like for a dude, he like, you know, does a good job when he does yeah. it. Yeah. And so I was just so disappointed. You know, I wasn't necessarily like mad at him or mad at the guy, you know, I was just upset. Like, it doesn't matter. I can't be mad at you or mad at him. It just is what it is. And I'm upset that my baby's hair has fallen out because it was at the same time I was going natural and I was finding better ways to take care of her hair as well as mine. And I was doing 
a twist on her hair to as mm-hmm. protective styles and it was looking beautiful. It was all her. You know how some people have more than one texture in their hair. It'll be looser yes. curl pattern like how my hair is. It's looser and you know whatever. Wavy some places, but her hair is all one texture. Mm. Beautiful texture and so I was really devastated. But the past is a past. It's all grown out, but I just learned a lesson and will we shall overcome. <laughs> She is. She has overcome this and day. And we have overcome. But, you know, we have, and there has been in the past, a lot of this good hair, bad hair, you know, kinky hair, mm. and what good texture is. Um, and I really can't say that that is completely gone because it's just like, oh, yeah, we live in a post-racial society. No, we don't live in that either, you know? Yeah, we don't. But I feel like a lot of that is being demystified and people are using, wearing their hair as they were born to and it is normal they're bringing more awareness and more normalization to what hair really is supposed to be like you know we don't all need to conform to having this white girl whippet hair right yeah Um, because wait we weren't born with that right (laughs) or even the mixed chick hair you know right i'm not really one to talk because honestly i have mixed chick hair even though i'm not mixed i think some people would consider my hair mixed chick i don't have kinky hair at all but I do appreciate the um, stronger representation as the years go on of women mm-hmm. with kinkier texture and women with chocolate skin. And that's yes. why I really wanted to highlight them in the beginning, because I think our daughters seeing this and moving on to the next generation, mm-hmm. um, they're going to see something that's really amazing and they're going to be able to embrace their hair. I mean, my kids are never going to remember me with straight hair. Yes. They won't. I've had straight hair since uh, before my, I mean, uh, natural hair since my son was maybe six months old, maybe a year. So there's no way that they would even remember me with the straight hair. And that makes me feel proud as a black woman, you know, Mm -hmm. as a mom to be able to pass on that legacy of this is just how we do hair. And it's a mindset, right? We've been talking about mindset, mindset, mindset. Yes. It's mm-hmm. a mindset to know that the way I am is accepted. Yep, exactly, exactly. And you, have to, you don't have to do anything different to change that or to make you more acceptable. It's really, it starts in your mind and in your heart. It really does. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I really have to echo that because my kids, even though my eldest was what, almost a year when I cut my hair off, they don't know me without yeah. short hair. Right. And and my younger two don't even know me without gray hair. Right. <laughs> and and so sometimes my daughter will ask me, well, for a long time, not so much anymore, but she's asked me, Mommy, when are you going to grow your hair out? Are you ever going to grow your hair? Are you going to have long hair again? Because I see the pictures of when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I'll, I'll do it at the right time when it's right for me. But I really feel like this is fitting for me now. And so mm-hmm. my son is amazing. He's the sweetest little um, open-hearted, honest, loving person, even though, you know, <laughs> anyway, even though he cannot be sometimes because as yeah, kids I mean, are, right? Kid. They want what he's they want. Kid. Exactly. But one of the things that he will tell me, especially he's very conscientious and very aware of when I do um, do, do something different. Not necessarily with my hair, but even with my face, you'd be like, mommy, you look so beautiful. That makeup is so gorgeous on you. And I'm like, 
Oh my gosh, you're making my heart melt. Oh my gosh, it melts your heart. It sure does. I'm like, you know this, and you care. It is, and and he knows that it's you know. He, well, he's just expressing himself, so he doesn't necessarily understand what that affirmation does. But right. it is really, really interesting to you know to see yourself kind of through their eyes, yeah, um, and know that you're kind of making. Um, you're making connections for them for the future. And like you, that just actually reminded me of one other story that I want to share real quickly before we close out here in the Queen's Chambers. I have a, a dear friend who also has two children. Her children are a little bit older than mine. They're 10 and 12. And she had actually her hair very short like mine for a time when her kids are very small. Same reasons, super busy uh, with her job and her as a parent, as a partner in a relationship, you know, an amazing person in the community, whatever. But as her kids grew, she's like, I want my children, especially my son, to be able to appreciate what black natural hair looks like. Mm. And so because she wanted him to view it in a positive light, she grew her hair out. Wow. <laughs> like, I mean, but, and, and she did, and she still, she is still growing out, actually. She cut it recently, but it, it's it's still growing out. And she knows how to take care of it. And she'll, you know, she'll do it in twists and she'll do a twist out or she'll do like the crown twist or, mm-hmm. you know, some more protective styles or she will wear a head wrap. And of course, that example, as much as it's for her son and what uh, a black woman really looks like because her hair is, right. it's very, very curly. It's very kinky. Um, but she's taking care of it very well. It's also for everybody else who sees her in public because she is somebody who is in a place who is quite upfront a lot at her job, who has a lot of visibility, who is not afraid to shy away from, from social media. Um, and so everybody is actually reaping these benefits. And again, she's just one of those voices in the community um, who is sharing but passively sharing because she's not a, a hair care advocate or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But you see her face, you know her spirit, you see her hair. It's just part of who she is, right? right? And you don't have to succumb to something that isn't who you are. That's not, you know, that's not normal for you. So that's just, again, something that I think is just incredible. Living into who you are, who you are in this moment and being able to accept that. Yeah. I think that's awesome, and that's a great way and a great story to close out this week's Queen's Chambers. Yes. Um, I guess the take-home message is that we want to inspire women to embrace who they are. And knowing whatever grows out of your head the way it is, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. If you choose to cover it up um, with head wraps or weaves or wigs, you're still just as beautiful as those who decide to wear it natural you're just as beautiful if you decide to cut it off and have Mm -hmm. a twa or if you shave it bald hello so Mm -hmm. just be the queen that you are and embrace yourself Mm -hmm. agreed so now we're ready for our queen scene queen scene Queen scene. And today my pick <laughs> is two sisters, actually. They're two sisters and they run Natural Hair Does Care. And we'll have a link to their website in our show notes. So they're actually two sisters who live on the East Coast. So their names are Shalene K and Shauna K. And we'll have a link to their Instagram as well in the show notes. But they have been 
natural hair care advocates. And of course, they have the regular jobs and their lives that they live, but they've hosted events in their areas, um, posted products and things that are working, different protective styles, what shrinkage really looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really support men and women on their natural hair care journey. And I really appreciate what they're doing in the community to kind of, again, bring more no- normalcy to what natural hair looks like, whatever that means for each individual person. Um, and so I, when I was kind of toying with the idea of growing my hair out, I sat down with Shauna Kay and she's like, well, this is what you need to do with your barber. And this is how you can kind of keep it together as you kind of take the steps to grow it out. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a lot of work. I'm not ready right now. <laughs> I think I was pregnant with my second baby at the time. And so I wasn't, I wasn't quite ready, but I started following her after that and have loved all of the things that she and her sister have put out to really make this um, more normal make this natural hair care journey more normal. Yep. So those are, the, those are my girls from natural hair does care. That is so awesome. My queen scene pick is a local woman from where we live here in Southern California. And her name is Cara Grigsby. She is she, incredible. Yes. Um, she has been rocking natural hair since like the early, early, early two thousands and maybe even a little bit before that. And uh, she was one of my old coworkers, and she would come to work with a huge orangish slash reddish afro, and wow. I mean like just like rocking it. And at the time, you know, when it wasn't embraced, I'm sure a lot of people looked at her crazy, and I've even talked to her about it. And you know, she had some pushback from a lot of people, mm-hmm. but. She has a beautiful, um, kinky texture. I really look at her texture as like full. Like she's one of those ones who could wear a big Afro. Like for me, I couldn't pick my hair out and wear it in an Afro. It would just fall flat, (laughs) but her hair just really lays up and she can do all of these beautiful African designs in her hair. Mm -hmm. Um, but she loves accessories and she makes earrings. Um, and she has a website called love my character and she makes beautiful earrings for, um, African American women and even some African inspired headbands. Mm. She makes headbands. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just love her website. We will leave it linked below, but she is a good friend of mine. Very sweet woman. And I just want to celebrate um, women in our local community who, you know, don't really get that much recognition or notoriety. And I'm really excited to share her her story because she's been rocking it, like I said, for many, many years. She embraces who she is in that way. And I love that about her. So mm-hmm. Cara Grisby, I love you. Shout out to Cara. Yeah, shout out to Cara. <laughs> and like really full disclosure... Today, actually, before I even knew this was your pick, uh, I am still riding high on Wakanda waves. Let me be honest, high as a kite. And so I saw a post that she shared, I don't know, within the last few days um, about this bracelet that she has. And it's adorable. Her jewelry is very unique, inspired, and uh, very individual and personal. It's beautiful. I cannot yes. wait to be a patron of her business. But there is a bracelet that I really have my eye on and it's, it's with beautiful beads with this lovely little African a charm of Africa with a heart in it. I'm like, yes, this is mine. I want this piece. Yes. It reminds me of Kanda. And so her pieces are gorgeous. So please check out her stuff. 
Um, you, I think you will not be disappointed in what she has to offer. She is right. so talented, so very talented. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, her pieces are one of a kind. And then something else that she can do, if you give her a vision, she will create it for you. Um, oh, awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can give hit her up and let her know, like, hey, this is what I'm thinking. These are the colors, you know. So, yeah, um, nice. do that. Definitely hit her up. So she's a beautiful person and has beautiful jewelry. And she's mm-hmm. a queen. She is a queen. She truly is. Well, where can the people find us, Janisha, as we close up our episode today? Yes. Um, thank you for everyone who joined us today. And mm-hmm. please leave a comment. Let us know, you know, how do you rock your crop? What's your yes. skincare regimen? Um, are you like me, like splashing the soap on your face <laughs> in the shower and then dashing out the door? Um, you know, we'd love to hear from you. But you can check us out on Instagram at the Queen Scene Podcast. And you can shoot us an email at thequeenteampodcast at gmail.com and visit our website at thequeenteampodcast.com. Hey, hope to see you there. Well, cuties, it's been fabulous spending time with you and talking with you, Janisha, about all these incredible ways to take care of our hair and our skin. We can't wait to hear more from you, ladies. But until then, have a great weekend. Bye, cuties. Bye, cuties. Wakanda forever. <laughs> In Wakanda, they do right? not have flat irons. <laughs> right? Dude, they have to take care of their hair. They're looking good, too. That is hilarious. The colonizer has given you that creamy crack. <laughs>